Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Rabbi Sai, these are the children of MDY. The kids of MDY, some. There are many, many more. And actually, on a typical day, we have more kids, right? But these are the kids that give us, the adults, a lot, a lot of chizuk. They get up early in the morning. They have better things to do, really. You're a child. You don't really need to do the daf and learn mesechta after mesechta. We have here Akiva that's with us since Brachas Dav Beis. Three years. And others. So I want to say a tremendous yishkoyach to these children. And the reason why I'm bringing them up here today, Dafka today, is because a beautiful song came out yesterday from Torah Masora about the children in Torah. And we have a big schos, Shlomi Gertner, Benny Friedman, they sing the song. It's a beautiful song. You'll hear a little bit. And we have a big schos that the, the star of this video is part of our shir, Yisrael Kampf, Shalom Aleichem. Here he is. Now, you'll, you all here, I don't know if you saw this. You saw the video yet? Akiva also has a beautiful voice. I know. I don't know about you guys. You have a good voice? You're in a choir. Woohoo! Oh, by the way, double factor, since Brach is that base, how old were you then? Eight. Eight years old. And this, I can be made. This kid asks better questions than most of the adults in this room. Much better than your father. Don't even go there. No, I'm just kidding. Your jokes are bad. Everything's bad. Okay. Now, Raboy, I want you to watch this video. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. And watch our star here. And if you notice, all the way at the end, he puts a magnet on the door. Guess what magnet it is? Okay, I'll show. I don't want to give it away. Chas Here we go. Let us pray. I'm children of a nation. And a nation will endure. Great job. We're very proud of you. Keep on going. A whole year doing the daf, huh? How many Masechtas? Megillah. He's a Megillah guy. Unbelievable. Yishkoyach kids. Yishkoyach for coming every day. Yishkoyach. And now your friends that didn't come today, they would come every single day. They're going to be a little jealous. Okay. It's a nice song, Nachano. It's a very nice song. And good acting. The kid is a good actor. Um, <laughs> boy said we have a few emails. I don't know if we have time. We have we have an email from Doppelt. Yoli Doppelt. Always a classic, an immediate classic. So let me read that one. After having been an avid Talmud since Yuma Daf Pei, which is almost two years, 
I'm coming to realize that MDY is not just a sheer, it's a lifestyle. The following are some personal examples I've recently noticed. If being on the fringe means you checked out a few minutes of Shirley Bornstein sheer just to hear some raid and you feel guilty, you might be an MDYer, Mendy. <laughs> if spotting Castel wine at an event gets you all excited, you might be an MDYer. If you hear that the boy read to your daughter 6'2", and you say to yourself, yay, just like Rebelli, you might be an MDYer. That happened to him, I guess. If you find yourself on a scaffold negotiating with bricklayers for the price of shooting a good morning or a boy say, ah, video, until they threaten to call the police, you might be an MDYer. If you find yourself driving the stewardess crazy to change your seat near a frum guy in order to hopefully have him take a picture of you learning the daf, <laughs> you might be an MDYer. If you find yourself telling the joke for a second marriage, she's good enough, and your family shemir brachas, and based on the funny looks you're getting, you wonder to yourself, where did I go wrong here? You may be an MDY. On a more serious note, there's a big toyelis to your jokes. That was for you, Yaeli. Last week, I forgot that I didn't finish one specific daf, and I bumped into Ellie Dykeman, who said, wasn't that a good joke yesterday? Which reminded me that I had to be mashlim. So keep it up, and as a chelik and... It has a chalik. These jokes have a chalik entire and quite shemayim. Sincerely, Yoel Halevi Doppel Yishkoyach El Halevi. Do we have? Let's just do this real quickly. Three weeks ago, I sponsored the Shir Nara. My father's Yorzei Menachem Ephraim Ben Chaim. The bris of my son, and you guessed it. I named my son Menachem Ephraim on the first Yorzei Mamish on that day. Yesterday, we had a pidyon about my son. I want to let you know that my father had been learning the daf for many years. He was a member of Bnei Ruven Cheer in Chicago. Since 1989, it was given by Rabbi Bechover, then Rabbi Feiner, and it's currently given by Rabbi Lichtman, the Rosh Hashiva of Marat Torah. Yes, Chicago. Some point after my father passed away, I realized I had not been learning much, and I thought it would be a good idea to start doing daf in honor of my father while exploring different shiurim. I chanced upon your eight-minute daf, and after two days, I discovered the full shir. This is back when I still gave the eight-minute daf. Nassan is going to use this email again. Oh, I told you, you got to take the eight-minute Okay. It is almost as if the eight-minute daf is bait to get people hooked, on your full shear, but don't worry. You see, that's what Nassau always says, because Uncle Phil, Yossi Klein, Shloimi Klein, all these main guys that came to the shear are off the eight-minute daf bait. It is a bait and switch. That's why I stopped it. I felt it was not very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Integrity. Ethical. It wasn't very ethical. No. We'll go back to what Beis Hashem. I've been with you since the start of Subas, and while I don't do the eight-minute daf, sometimes I feel the full shear is an eight-minute cheer that takes you 42 minutes to give at two-speed. <laughs> Kidding. I want to acknowledge Rabbi Zalman Tversky. I love Rabbi Zalman Tversky. Rabbi Zalman Tversky is a main figure in Chicago, and he's part of the shear, a very big part of the shear. He was my fifth-grade Rebbe and principal at Cheda Lubav in Chicago. He's instrumental in me doing the daf and motivates me to keep going. Because of him, I'm proud to say I do the daf. I'm excited to learn and feel accomplished. Dover Emmanuel, Chicago. See you in Miami. Be'ezer Hashem. Raboisai. Not going to believe this. Over 300 people signed up to Miami. And I believe that today is the last day for the early bird special, which basically is a huge uh, discount because it's costing us, we thought it's going to cost $150 a person, but we might be changing venues and it's going to cost us even more. We, we, have, to, we, we have to change venues. We, we we're growing. We're not going to Probably not going to fit in the first one. Anyway, fine. The Koilo sponsored anonymously by Lakewood. Rabbi Ephraim Shapiro confirmed that he's speaking at the Siyum. Be'ezer Hashem, looking forward. 
The Mesechta sponsored Ein Zgul Katoiv and Timchot Yaakov Yalach. The Parasha Shavuah Luschus Rufuah Shleimos Success and Parnosa Nachas from our children. In memory of our father of Moshe Epstein, a shul rabbi for close to 50 years, the Shoma should have an Aliyah. Tzvi Stadfeld and Hanan Ashendorf, in memory of my wife's grandmother, Hemosas Bas Menachem Mendel Halevi, Shoma should have an Aliyah. Joshua Hirschberg and Stuart Silverman, Lili Nishmas, Rav Yaakov Chaim Klein on his 10th yard side, a godol from Sheiris Apleta. The Ark is sponsored for complete Rufu Shlema of Chaim Tzvi Ben Leah. I forgot to mention that the video from Tari Masoira was done, Lili Nishmas, the tremendous Nugget and, and Baldzdaka from Chicago, Rib Jack Reichenbach, Rib Yankiv Reichenbach, Zoech He was a huge, huge Sadik, huge. So, he's the Shomashad Avin Aliyah. All right. Raboisai, here we go. Just to do a very, very quick Chazara. Also, because I think. It's probably one of the coolest sounding chakiris in Shas. Megas Gaiz, or Miklash Kolish. It's one of these chakiris you can never forget. So it's Kedai, just to review it real quickly. Basically, we have a case where the father and the husband, the Arus, who's engaged to the father's daughter, obviously, they are the ones who are made for the nether. They annul a nether. Oh, come here, Tzadik. You come every day, so you get to come to the front. We just did a whole thing with the kids from the Shir. So come, Shalom Aleichem. Next time you have to come on time and you'll be able to do Good Morning Rabbi. You know what? You can do Good Morning Rabbi now. You want to do it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you for coming every day. All right. So the two of them in conjunction. So the Gemara had a Chakira. What happens when only one of them does his Afara? The father, let's say, does 50%. He takes away his, he says, the nether's an old and he's waiting for the husband to do it. The Gemara says in Afkimino what happens, but the question is, Megas guys, if we go back to the chart, is it the pshat that the, the, hus- the father took away half of the nether, literally took half away, and left a complete 50%? Or perhaps he weakened the whole thing. He didn't take anything away, it just became weaker. It's like a, a, a hamburger without any of the dressing, says Judah David. Here, here you have, there was, it, was his, it, was his, uh, it was his idea. Here you have olives. If the father takes off one part, let's say the X, he takes out that one olive. That's one way to look at it, make his guys. Or Miklash Kolish, they're both there, but they're just very weak. So the Gemara says, just re, we're doing this quick. In the final case, we have the father who does the hafara, and then the husband doesn't have a chance to do hafara, and he dies. So the Gemara says, over here we have a machleks b'shamay and b'shil. Bishama, you're going to say, Megas Gaius. Let's go back to them. I like it better. Megas Gaius. There's a whole, there's a complete half. The half is there. That the husband could give over, inherit to the, the father could inherit it. Why? Because, because it's something that's complete. It's a complete 50%. Basil, on the other hand, hold, it's weak. And something that's weak, you can't inherit. So in Mela, in this case, for instance, with the two olives, according to Bishamai, if a, if a woman makes a nether, she's not going to eat olives, and she eats those two olives, then she'd be chayv malchus. Why? Because you have a complete olive. But if you hold like Basilel, she wouldn't be chayv malchus because it's a very weak olive, and on a weak olive, you don't get malchus. And now we're holding Rabbi Yisai and Dafsam Chtesom with Aleph.
six lines down, Bayrava, another Hakir. We're going through these beautiful Shilas, Londis Shilas. Yes, Sheila Bahakim, Oyein Sheila Bahakim. We know there's two things, there's two concepts. One is a concept of Kiyom, and one is a concept of Hafara. Kiyom means if a father or a husband hears that his wife or daughter made a nether, he could be Mikhaim the nether. He says, I am saying that this nether is Mikuyam. Mikuyam, he says, the one word, and that's it. The nether is solid. Or he could say, Afara. He could destroy the nether. So yesterday, I went to the Koilal for a few minutes in the morning to ask them what kind of art do they recommend for the sugya? And uh, the bells told me there is no art on this stuff. Forget about it. I said, no, you got to put your mind. We got to think about it. No, there is no art. Anyway, this is what we came up with. Not the Belzer. Uh, Yoshi did a lot. Whatever. There are a bunch of people involved there. Let's say a nether is a building. A nether is a building. So hafara would be to break the building, to destroy the building. What would be kiyom? How would you guys... If you're an artist, how would you draw kiyum? Scaffolding. Scaffolding. So we were thinking about doing like an outer exterior wall. It's mechazeget. But here's another way of looking at it. Tell me what you think. Here's the nether building. Okay. Here's hafara. The the building is being destroyed by hafara demolition services. The, you remember what that lady's name is? Lachluchas? And the cat is flying out of there. Okay, fine. That's Afara. This is what he did for Kiyom. We like this. It's all on a different... Okay, I should have taken off that. Kiyom is a wall that prevents the Afara from happening. It pre- it's a prevention of Afara. So they build a wall around so that dem- the demolition can't come. You can't do... Afara, once you do a kiyom. So asks Rava. <laughs> and we all know in Ramah B'Shemesh, spikes do not work against pigeons. Especially Israeli pigeons, they sit in the spikes. In the spikes. Mamish in the spikes. I'm going to show you. On in the time of Beis Hamikdash, I don't know if we'll find uh, a kosher pigeon. They all have like spikes through their kishkas. Boy, Rav, Yemei Yes She'ela Bahakim Oyein She'ela Bahakim. So here's another picture. The guy goes to a bezdin and he says, "Listen, I made a kiyum. I made a fence around the nether. I don't allow anybody to break it. I feel bad. I thought about it." And my daughter got herself into a big mess here. She, she can't eat any protein for the rest of her life. She made a nether. <laughs> I got to get her out of this. Help me out. Rabbis, help me out. Could he undo the kiyom? Could he undo and break the wall? What's the shayla? I mean, on a nether, you could also go to the bezin. And, is a kiyom part of the nether? We have a special halacha. You can go to a bezin and undo a nether. But the fact that somebody has the, the, the ability to break a nether... Or to be Makaim and who says you can undo that? Dayo is fakir, you can't go more. But over here you want to do equal. But who says that a concept even exists by Kiyom and Afara? Why should it exist? You could do it by the nether. 
Akim, Akim was a special thing. Well, could you do it in Afara? Could you do it by Afara? Could you undo Afara? Why not? Oh, okay. But Kim, who told you? Kim was a special Allah in the Torah. You could be Mekayim. Who says? It says in the Torah, Ishi Kimeno, Ishi Fereno. You're Mekayim. Mekayim means you made it solid. So who says you can undo it? Who says it's in the same category as another? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we spoke about it. Yeah, yeah. Over here, it's, you're right. Over here, we're going through how it works. Over there, we just mentioned it. Just like yesterday, we, we explained the whole, the four cases of a Mishnah Dafayin, and we're not even going to explain it Dafayin. Sometimes it's, Ein Mukher Mugdam Begemara. It says the Gemara, but I'm, I'm proud of you that you remembered it. Because it bothered me. I had to find where it was. I'm like, we, we, we discussed this, Shiloh, already. Imtin Tzolaymar. Now, Duran just points out that we're talking about that same day. Because it says, you only have one day to do uh, what did I do here? No. Uh, okay, fine. But this is you have a 24 hour, you have you have a day. Fine. But it's it's that day. So you can't go to the Bezdin six days later and say, I want to undo my my kiyom and could I be made for it? Yeah, within that that period of that day, could he undo it? Now, if you're gonna say that you could undo the the the, the, the kiyom, yes, Shayla Bahafer, Oyein Shayla Bahafer. So there is uh, a song, I, I couldn't really find it. Mishima Min Shev Shalakel, Mamin Shev Shalataken. How's it go? No. Oh, that's MBD. Ah, yeah, I saw it and it's like, no, no, nah, he's, he's talking about, you're right, it is that. Okay. I mean, I always had a big cash on this song. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I could, I could take a building, knock it down, I can't really build it back. I could take an atom bomb and blow up a city, how many things I could put it back. But the song, the, the, the words of the song, on, on Yiddishkeit, on, on, on a, if, if you believe that you could sin and think and, and do something wrong and, and, and uh, go against the Baruch Hu for a minute, so you could, then you could also go for the Baruch Hu in the next minute. That's what it means. But in terms of physical stuff, if you believe that you could destroy, it doesn't necessarily mean you could build. If you could destroy a nether, then the nether is gone. Like Noam said, it's gone. Mechtes, you could build it. So the, the reason is, the Ran says over here, it's a very good kasha. It's not, oh, Rav Nachman said, you could, you could destroy, you could build. No, if the nether is gone, it's gone. You can't just, oh, Rabbi, I, I got rid of the nether. Could, I, could you get it back for me? No, I can't get it back for you. You knock down the building. You can't, I can't get it back for you. It's knocked down. It's finished. It's rubble. Just what? So the Ran says, Mimela, I have to come on to this. Uh, this is a pharaoh. I apologize with these transitions. I have the wrong thing on here. But anyway, right? If you did a pharaoh and you literally destroyed the building, what's the Havamina that I could rebuild it? So the Ran says, because in Pasuk Yudalad, in that whole parasha, it says, Ishoi Kimeno, vi Ishoi Fereno. It's like a Xerishava. You have a heckish between the two things. And if I could undo a kiyom, it's a Xerishakasav that I could undo of Afara. You're right, logically it doesn't make any sense. But may this Xerishakasav, says the Rat. Okay. By the way, 
Once I'm talking about this, because I had an email and I thought it was, it was, I just heard, I heard about it yesterday. A woman asked from Noach Weinberg, she says this whole parasha of Afar Sandarim is very biased to the men. Men have the right to, to be made for their wives in the Dharm, but women don't have a right to be made for their husbands in the And that's basically what that woman was, the one that was driving from Toronto, I think, to Florida. She asked her husband in the email. So he told her, he, he said, no, the opposite. You're lucky. The Torah had on women. Sometimes, you know, on the spur of the moment, they spit out, we're not going to eat chocolate forever. So you're lucky you have a way out of it. Your husband is able to be made for it. The husband doesn't have a way out. If he says something, he's stuck for life. He can't eat that chocolate. That's what he said. You're saying, you think to yourself, he's just trying to soothe it. Okay. I saw your eyes. Huh? It's okay. To me, like, if I'm the woman, I'm going to ask, well, wait a minute. I don't have a say in it. What if I don't want him to do it? What? We're good to go? All right, we apologize. We had a, a, a technical, issue. technical issue. It's nothing. You know what? Yesterday at one o'clock in the morning, I sat down. I sat down yesterday to watch. Well, we're going to go. Yesterday, I sat down to watch the, the, the shear, the editing of the beginning of the shear. And I saw that Yosef put in the first day of brachas as a part of the edit, the first day of brachas. And the first thing I noticed is that the camera shakes like crazy. We used to put the camera on a plastic table, on a little thing, it's a, a cell phone. And every movement, the whole time, the, the camera's going like this. So Baruch Hashem, you know, right now, things have evolved. We have a great camera. And once in a while, it goes off. So we apologize for that interruption. If you're on you, we start getting phone calls from people watching live now. What's going on? What's going on? We're not seeing it. Okay. You didn't miss anything. If anything, you missed the shtickle sensor thing that is for members only. People that come to the share. Yeah. Says the Gemara. Yeshe lebehekem, yeshe lebehekem. So we just explained. How can you have a shaila and afara? Afara is to destroy. How can you undo a, a destruction? Okay, it's exerus hakasav toshma. I love when the Gemara has these toshmas because a lot of times toshma is like, I'll bring you a raya for something similar. No, it, it says it mafurish in the brayso. The Amar Rebbe Yochanan nishalim alahekem. You could go to the bezdin or to somebody who's a mumcha and say, Hey, I made a mistake with my kiyom. I want to undo my fence around the building. And what we thought, literally like we thought that something that you destroy, you can't undo. So if the father goes ahead and he, he says that he, he's annulling the, the daughter's nether, and then he gets upset at her and he says, you know what? You should be stuck not eating protein for the rest of your life. It's too late. You can't go to the rub. You can't do anything about it. Because once he destroyed the nether, the nether went to Shemayim. It's bye-bye. You buried it and you can't take it out anymore. But a kiyom you could undo. Bye, Rabba. Or Rava. Kayim l'chi. Kayim l'chi. Now, he's saying the same exact words. I am being mekayim the nether. I am being mekayim the nether. So obviously... The second one is zero. Because once he's mekayim the nether, he says, kayim l'chi, the nether is mekoyim. Whatever he says after that, it doesn't add anything. So another time you're going to mekayim, and you're only kayim once. But the question is, where did the second kiyum go to? The second one that he said, I'm mekayim, where is it now? Do you just ignore it completely? Or it's suspended and waiting to engage. And... Meaning that if you get rid of the first one, you go to the Rav and you say, I have Harat on the first one, the second one will plop into place and that's the one that will be Mekoyim. 
So Kaim Lachi, Kaim Lachi, Vinishal Al-Kamari Shainan, he went to the Bezdin and he only asked for the first one out of the two times that he said Kaim, Mao. Do we say that the second one comes into place? Tashma, Doma Rava. So Rava says in a different halacha that if a person around brings it, that if a person makes a shvua that he's not going to eat, I'm not going to eat. He makes two shvuas, he's not going to eat. And he eats. What happens if he eats after he makes two shvuas? How many malchus does he get? How many surim does he get? Just one. However, even though he only gets one iser, one malchus, but if he asks Hatara on his shvua, on one of them, on the first one, then the second one, which is suspended and waiting to come into place, falls into place, and he's over on the second one. So, I don't know if this picture helps or not. So here's the Shaila. If I should have put a note here, what it is. This is the Kiyom. You destroyed a Kiyom, first Kiyom. So the question is, does the second Kiyom come into place? You see, Kiyom number one, he destroyed. He went to Arav and they knocked down the wall. Do we say that the second Kiyom comes into place and now you have another wall that prevents that fire from happening or not? And over here you see that it does come into play. You see from Shavuos that it comes into play. Says the Gemara. Um, <laughs> get, some people got hungry from the hamburger. <laughs> some people some people get hungry from a, a live animal. Boy, Rabbi. Kaim l'chi umufer l'chi. Now listen to this. I, I think this is like, this should have been... Uh, Menachem Ate, I don't know if you have that. Is he still doing the, uh, the cartoons on the daf? Consistency, consistency. This would have been a Givaldika cartoon. It's a woman, it's a wife, standing there with a notebook, writing down every word her husband says. Listen to what he says. The most convoluted Meshuggah you ever met. He says like this. He hears his wife saying, I'll never eat chocolate for the rest of my life. He says like this. Kaim l'chi... It should be mekuyim. Your nether is good. It should be destroyed. And she's writing. And it could only be substantiated mekuyim if there is a hafara if it's destroyed. What in the world just happened? So, Duran explains as follows. Obviously, let's go step by step very slow. If there's a hafara first, the nether, the building fell down to the ground, you can't pick it up anymore. You can't do kiyum. That's step one. If the hafara is not chal, you didn't destroy the building, then there's no t'nai, then you didn't do what he said. She wrote down all the, the stipulation is that there shouldn't be any hafara if there's no hafara. Well, you can't do hafara because that destroys the building. And if you don't do hafara, then you can't have a comma because he said you'd only, you only have a comma if there's hafara and you can't do hafara. So what do you do? Oh, says the Ran, there's no question about the comma. The only question is about the hafara. Very good. That's partial that you cannot have a comma. But the Gemara says, but maybe. Maybe the hafara should be okay. Why? 
Because at the end of the day, this guy wanted both of them to happen. Okay? Maybe he wanted both of them to happen. He wasn't such a Talmud Chacham, such a guy in Oilam. He wanted both of them to happen. But he put an emphasis on the Afara. He wanted the Afara to happen. He didn't realize that it can't. Okay, so maybe the Afara should happen. Huh? No, no, he wanted. You see from him, he's Megaladas that he wants the Afara. And maybe the Afara should be chal out of the whole mess that we just had. All these words that she wrote down. She ran to the Bezdin. Hey, what should I do? He said, it should be Mekuyim, it should be Mufur, and it should only be Mufur if it was uh, Mekuyim if it was Mufur. So maybe from this whole mess, we could take out one word here, Hafara. Because at the end of the day, you see that he's more Makbin on Hafara, and that, that, was, that was his intent over here. Okay. Mao, what's the Allah? Samach Teson Bey, sponsored by Greg Haber for Bracha. Parosa, Haslach of his entire family, and everyone learning the Daf. <coughs> so, at the end, of, let me just tell you real quickly what's going on here in one line. We have throughout Shas, when a person says two things that are even contradict each other, do we go by the first Lashon or the second Lashon? Twice Lashon Rishon, twice Lashon Achroin. Yoi, you were here the whole time? And you didn't come to the front? Come, come here a second. Get over here. Oh, David, you, you let him get away with this? Shalom Aleichem. Yoi is my son, Yoel's best friend, and your son, Mordechai's best friend. And Where's Mordechai? Mordechai comes a lot. Punk today. That shows you to come every day on time, no? How many seconds did you do with us? Sukkah Gimel. Is that true? Unbelievable. I can fire you, you know? You ready for a challenge? <laughs> Yala. Yishkoyach. Yishkoyach for coming. So, um, right, so we have a Shiloh. So the Gemara is going to say at the end of the day, even if we hold, even if we all, we say and we agree that we go by the first Lashon, by the first words that a person says, and in this case, the first words were what? Amekayim. We're going to go with Hafara. And now we just have to see why. Why is this different than every other place? Okay, so here we go. Show the chart for a second. Tmura. Tmura is a very interesting halacha. You're asking me all these shaylas. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on a second. So, this is... <laughs> Why is there an arrow over there, Gary? Is that your arrow? It's, just, it's not showing on... You don't see it. Okay, let's take it. Tmura is an interesting halacha. If you haven't heard about it before, and a lot of people haven't, believe it or not. It's a halacha that says that if I designated the uh, uh, animal as a carbon chatos over here, it's number one. And I realized, wait a minute, that's not nice to bring to the base. Amigdash, it's a skinny little animal. Let me give a kashbaruch a nice fat animal and I say animal number two should be instead of animal number one you would think it's a beautiful thing that he did in fact they both become chatos and as an added bonus we give the guy malchus we put him on a table we give him those marks if he ever goes to the mikvah or whatever he has marks right down his front right down his back 40 of them why because he did a bad thing you don't do that you don't do tamura great now here we have a cheverman that says another case he says, you see, these two animals that I had, I had one is an oila, one is a shlamin. 
I want to make this one animal both. Now, an animal can be both, but it could be both maybe. The way it could be both is, let's say the halach is it's both, and there is a halach like that, it's both. So what you do is you let it graze, yirat stuff. you let it graze until it befalls a mum, then you sell it, and what do you do with the money? 50% shlam and 50% ayla. Okay, so here we have a machlaikis, the word, so that's the case, case right over here. He says that his animal should be the tmura, the one on the bottom, the nice gezunta animal, should be both an oila and a shlamim. But he says it like this, Harezu tmura soila, tmura shlamim. Harezu tmura soila, divri, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, twice lashon rishon, I go with his first words. His first words was, this animal should be an oila, boom, stop, it's an oila. Whatever he added afterwards, we don't care about. If that was his intent from beginning. So in other words, like this. Rabbi Yossi agrees that if he decided to regret and take back what he said, he said, and he says, whoa, I meant Shlamim. He agrees that twice Lashon Rishon, I go with his first words, his first words are Ayla, Ayla. What happened was over here, he said, you ask him, what, what, what happened? What did you want? And he says, I wanted both. Oh. So says, Rabbi Yaisi, Im l'kach neskav v'mitchila, you wanted both. Hoi l'vi efshali kreshni shemiz ke'echad, dvarev kayam. The animal, you can't do both. So the animal has halacha as both. In other words, you sell it and you split everything. So according to Rameh that says, that you, he wants his first words to be chal, and then afterwards, so Mimela, what does he want over here? He wants kiyom, he wants kiyom. So there is no afara. But according to Rabbi Yaisi, he wants both. Both you can't have over here. So at least give him afara. He, he meant both, and what he really wanted is afara. So you give him afara, like we said before. But the Gemara says no. But everybody's going to agree now that over here it's different, and over here we don't say we go by his first words. When he wanted both of them to, to happen, okay. So you can't, you can't have both. Because again, Rabbi said, Kiyom and Afara are a contradiction. You can't have both. Either it's a destroyed building. Or it's a building that can't be destroyed, but it can't be both in the same thing. So Mela, since you can't have both, so even Mayor agrees that the last words are what he meant. And in our case, if he says both, and he said this convoluted thing, and he tried to mess up his wife, he says you should have a comma and a fara, and you should only have a if the afar works, what he meant is at the end of the day, since it can't be both, that the afar should be chal. I did? Latzlacha for the members of the HBA group and their families. Amen. I see people are paying attention, at least the sponsorships. I don't either. I guess they don't want us to know. They, do we know? Um... So first of all, I just want to say this, that Rav Shalom Shvadron always used to say, because we're talking about 
you can't say two things at the same time. So Shalom Shadon always said that I can make, by just saying one thing, I can make half my audience laugh and half my audience cry. How? So he would say a very, very sad story and this and that and dying uh, and everybody would cry. And then he'd put his hand like this and stick out his tongue to one side. And then this side would laugh and this side would cry. So he'd say, I could, I could do, I could make two, in one deeper I can make two things happen. It happens to be that if you say that women can't multitask, so I could be made by myself about my own wife. My wife is able to talk on the phone, drive in reverse, and smash my car. <laughs> no edit, just don't tell her. I told you a story. I, we, we bought her a, uh, she bought a Land Cruiser back in the day. It was that big Toyota Jeep and it had an Avalon. And I parked behind her. On the first day, I found her car, her wheel was on top of my hood. And if you ask her, she said, I'm not mamish. It was next to the hood. The kids, she smashed on my car. Good. Okay. Probably <laughs> I, of course, deserved it. There's a, one, one last thing, but Bemis, Advar Aloha here. Seriously. How is Here's a Shaila for the island. I didn't write any Shailas. How is it possible when the person learns Torah? Right now, you're learning Torah, you're Mekayim a mitzvah. Uh, tremendous mitzvahs, to each word is, is equal to Torah mitzvahs. How is it possible that you're sitting here learning, but really you're doubling your mitzvahs? Oh, if you're Peretz Chaim Levine, you're 500 times your mitzvah, because 500 people are learning right now because of you. So you, it's Shaykh to do one thing. And be mekayim two things at the same time. Boy, Rabbi. He said the two things, but he only said one lechi at the end. And you're supposed to put, the Ran says, it's like a, a kama. He didn't say bevasachas. There's two Lushanians, but the point is the same. He said it together. We're going to stop here. Let me just explain this real quick. In this case, for instance, I just use this because I didn't, we didn't read draw the art. But here is a chasen that is Makadish, a bunch of sisters in one shot. How many of them are Makudish? He says, All of you are Makudish. How many? One or none? The halach is none. Why? Because since you cannot marry two sisters, so if he married Rachel, he cannot marry Leah afterwards. So you can't do it together. So when you do it together, it's not hal either. Again, if you can't do it one after the other, you can't marry Rachel and then Leah. So then when you do it together in one shot, like he's doing in this picture, zero. Also, since you can't do hafar and then kiyom, you can't do two things one after another. So even one of them is not hal. Have a wonderful day. Okay.